Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode 509 at scavengerlife.com. I don't know if you've noticed, Ryan, but I, it seems like for the past couple of years, I just see videos every day of people doing backflips. I mean, You're just like, haven't you seen that yes, online? Yes, I did. It's I just, just like, saw one. It's just all the time people are like doing backflips. They're in grocery stores. They're in their yard. They're at school. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even fathomed. The only people did backflips were world class gymnasts or like kung fu artists. Yeah. You know? Why are people doing backflips? It's so weird. And here's what I think is happening: is that. You know, nowadays, especially with something like TikTok or YouTube, yes, yes. you know, very people are very connected. Someone knows how to do it. They do it and they show the example. And then other people just learn how to do it. They're like, oh, I could do that. And then they do it. And I guess it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, there's a famous story of the five minute mile. That was something that was yeah. impossible. Right. Humans could not run a mile in five minutes. And then one day... Someone has to fact check me on this, like the 20s or 30s or something. Some guy in England just ran it in five miles. Five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. One mile, five minutes. And then suddenly, everyone started doing it. Yeah, know? right. They're like, and it's impossible. It's a, you know, and, and that story is, is uh, it's uh, it used as an example of, you know, once like an unthinkable task is broken is done, then everyone just kind of mentally is able to to do it. And so like... Like They they see it is possible. It's not impossible. And kind of like with with a backflip, it's still like I see a video on TikTok, someone flips, and then I go in my backyard, and then I'm just... (laughs) Like, I could do that. I bet it takes a lot of time and determination You know, just knowing someone else can do it isn't enough. Having someone tell you how to do it isn't enough. You just have to do it. You have to fall down, get up, do it again. Yeah. Once you learn, it's good. It's also like when I guess I was a kid, people skating. Yeah. Skater friends of mine were really into the VHS tapes. Of other skaters. Of other skaters. That was really, really big. Yeah. Because... Kids could see, you see how, how to do other, other skaters yeah. were doing tricks, right? And then that would like put it in their minds. And then I was not a skater, but I hung out around people. That yeah, did me it. too. And then, yep. You know, you go and watch kids try it again and again, bust their butt, fall down. Yeah. But then they eventually do it. But those tapes, if they didn't see it, they wouldn't know how to do it. Right. Exactly. Why am I talking about this? What is the actual point? Sometimes when I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, why are we doing this? We don't really make money. I guess I'm just hoping like this is kind of like the backflip people can see. You're hearing from two regular Joe and Joettes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we find stuff out in the wild. Some people would call it junk or trash, you know, Uh, and then we resell it online. And we make a living doing that. Yep. And, you know, and I feel like it does happen. You know, we get people emails, thanks for doing this. You know, I'm doing it now. And, right. And, yeah, and just because you hear this doesn't mean you magically... Yeah, you have to try. ...know how to make money. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, just like that backflip, you have to then go out, find your own stuff, try and list it, make mistakes, get confused by eBay, get mad yes. at eBay. That's know? what I still do. But yeah, yeah sure. Or, or <laughs> in whatever site you're going to sell yeah, on. Yeah, sure. And figure out the, the weirdness. Figure out prices and, you know, and then eventually it can work. Yeah. Know? And then it, once you kind of know and it, once you've kind of done it, then you've done it. You yeah. Know? Like... We now are the people right, doing right. backflips in our backyard all day long. Right. But, in, uh, but not on TikTok. It, it's a pipeline. Yeah, it's like a pipeline where we find stuff, throw it in there, and money comes out. Look, you know? it's honestly like any business. Like you think that something's impossible or you're like, I don't know how other people are doing this. Like any business that we started, yeah. Airbnb, video production, now the coffee shop and coffee roastery. <laughs> We're like, we don't know what we're doing. Right. How do we do it? Let's start. Let's ask people. Let's ask friends. Let's ask people we don't know. Let's try it. Let's fail. Let's succeed. But <laughs> I will say, like, us starting this coffee shop, it has been frustrating because there aren't a lot of people that know right. how to do this right. well and then are willing to talk, talk about, about it. it. You know, like, we actually went to. Quite a few coffee shops, and people who run coffee shops will tell you general yeah, kind of stuff, but if you really start getting into it, yeah, I mean, people don't want to tell you their business. Right. I mean, that's why I guess we eventually found a couple who ran a coffee shop, and we'd become partners with them. Right, so, because and, they, and, they did want to share how they did it, so yeah, we could or, do it together. Yeah, I mean, just the, it was a business deal, and like, it makes sense, and then they, you know, shared everything about how it works, and, you know, so... Um, but it is interesting how it's not easy to, and that's where right. I guess all the gurus right. kind of fill that void because there isn't a lot of good real information about running a business. So you, yeah. you know, end up going to like a hotel ballroom and here's some <laughs> right. guy, lady tell you how to make millions of dollars putting tiny little ads in the newspaper. Oh my God. Wasn't that real? Just Google tiny little ads in the newspaper and you'll see the guy who uh, slit his own throat in prison. Oh my God. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, that, that's where it ended People, up. People, <laughs> what is this podcast about? Good God. Just Happy Sunday. In. Dropping yeah, that's great. Easter eggs that people can uh, mm-hmm. go down. Well, uh, <laughs> I also like the fact that we're teaching people how to recycle the junk of yes. our society. We've yes. said that before. There's a lot of waste slash abundance, depending on how you want to see it. Abundant in our waste. Society. <laughs> um, and it's very satisfying if we have anything to do. With helping our fellow Americans and global citizens reuse reuse stuff instead of it getting thrown away. Like, that is so satisfying. It's really hilarious because, like, we're doing all the little touch-ups of our coffee shop. And we've renovated many spaces. So we have, like, a ton of screws, a ton of trim, a ton of, you know, et cetera, et cetera, paint and polyurethane. And we try to use that stuff, like, till it's used up. I have this little jar of Rust-Oleum flat black paint. Mm-hmm. Half of it's completely dried up. Right. Uh, I had to, like, 
cut through it and like add some paint thinner. But I'm like, I'm using it. I, I swear to you, I've had that jar for 10 years right. and I'm like, I'm using it till it's done. Okay, good. Why buy another jar? I have a milk crate full of just like a little bag in jars of screws. Cause we use screws that all the time. We've collected over all of our renovations that don't get used. Tapcons. So anytime we start a new project, I always pull it out and whoever we're working with, I'm like, use before this. we go buy it, let's use this. Because we've already bought it, you know? <laughs> but it's so funny because the last three days we've been doing like a million little odds and ends at the yeah. shop. And there's so many things where I'm like, oh, I already have that. I'll just right. use it. <laughs> Reuse. But I will say, um, you know, what we have been able to do, which I think is totally doable, is not to become rich selling on eBay. I don't know how right. to do that. I have no idea yeah. how to get rich selling on eBay. <laughs> what I do know how to do is basically make about a thousand dollars a week. A week, yeah. Net. Right. You know? And no more. You know, it's not like <laughs> yeah, it seems like <laughs> literally no more than eBay that. has decided that's how much <laughs> we're gonna make, but that's that that seems to be about the amount of work and the kind of stuff we're able right. to find. The level, that The level. kind of stuff we're able to buy, we're, we're willing to buy well, and resell. that we have access to, yeah. like, very easily. Right. That we make about 1000 bucks a week, every week. You yeah. Know? It's 52 weeks out of the year. And that's not getting rich. I mean, you know, you say that's about $50,000, maybe $40,000 after expenses. Yeah. But that's... That's a pretty good living. For, if, if we just did that... Right. For... For a lot of people, that might not seem, I guess, like a lot of money. But I think for other people, that what it does is buy time. It buys you your know? time. So this would be an ad for not you're going to make so much money. You're like on a yacht, <laughs> you know, driving a Porsche. You know, like that's not the kind of like image we're saying. I'm just saying you're going to live your life you have now. Yeah. Like not much is going to change physically. But you're going to be able to have your time. Like you don't have yeah. to do anything for anybody else except for it yourself. Yeah. And that's a big deal. And you know? if you live in a right. relatively affordable place, yep, then 40 to 50K is pretty darn right. good. And, you know, and then, then it's for us. And we've just taken that time. And then we've been able to invest in other things. Yeah. And that happens to be like putting our money into our local community because, you know, Good real estate to buy and yeah. get to invest in the little world we want to be in. You know? Right. I mean, that really is part of why we're starting this coffee shop. Yeah. Is I think it will change the social fabric of our yes. downtown. And if it does that, it changes my life. And since we've talked about dying here, yeah. Like it will affect my life for the rest of my yep. life. And that's all because. We've been selling junk on eBay, you know, <laughs> and that's like such a it's such yeah. a weird kind of complicated. Like, how do you uh, explain that? You know, thing, and maybe other people wouldn't want to do that, but that to me is like ultimately, isn't that what money is for? You're trying yes. to like change your like style of life, and yeah, buying right. a fancy car right. is like the easy cheater way, but it's not <laughs> to me. It just doesn't feel real, you know. Well, like. This is well, also, real. like, yeah, so you get a fancy car or a fancy whatever, and you're like, that's it? I want a different kind of satisfaction, yeah. which is, comes from 
meeting cool people that we've never met because there's no place to meet anyone. Seeing young people have a place to go. I mean, something we've been talked about here because I wasn't really kind of thinking through like what we were doing. So coffee shops being open. So our partners, we are now handling the roasting of coffee and packaging and mailing part of it because that's our wheelhouse. That's like we're good at production. Our partners are dealing with the front of house, I guess you'd say, and they've been hiring people. And so they just hired seven people. Local to our town. And, and, you know, uh, they've kind of been handling that, which is great because I don't really want to do that. But it's great. Like we're – so the money, we're kind of part of this whole thing. We're like investing in people. People, yeah. Local people, you know. which is kind of exciting. It's you know? not kind of exciting. It's really exciting. <laughs> Actually, it's it's really funny because you're on the Economic Development Authority of our county and I'm on like the downtown board, um, like the downtown initiative board. And so people are constantly talking about job numbers, job numbers, job numbers. How many jobs will they create, et cetera, et cetera. Not necessarily our boards, but like when you try to get grants and stuff, they're like, well, how many jobs? So it's kind of cool to be like, we just created seven jobs yeah. and maybe more once people right. help us roast it's in like the future. three full-time and then four part-time. And yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool though. Uh, yeah. It's kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, it's just not something I thought of and I'm like, oh yeah, we like hired right. people and right. we're going to pay people and uh, there are a few full-time right. people. People are going to pay their bills and, you know. Uh, be able to live yep. and it's, it's, it is cool. It's it is good. really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, eBay specifically this week, our taxes are done. We met. We did our, our taxes. We oh, what our, a relief! And the way we do our taxes is we do our numbers. We use what, what's I wave? use Wave yeah. right now. Yeah, we did uh, use GoDaddy bookkeeping, but it stopped syncing to some of our bank accounts, and they I just was they like, seemed unwilling or to to try and figure it out. So we now go to wave. It's just like a bookkeeping. It's not like QuickBooks. It's just like a I'm just bookkeeping. And then we, you, we give it to our accountant, just our base, like our profit and loss. Yeah. Right? Profit and loss. I do. Yeah. I do spreadsheets for them. And then they do our taxes have, you know, double eyes on everything yep. and make sure everything's on the up and up. And then we just sat down with our accountant, went over our taxes Yep. Pay their taxes. And yep. we're done. It's nice. I was borderline harassing them because we gave them our numbers a month, more than a month ago. Right. And I was like, are these done? Yeah. Every week. Are these done? I think, are these done? I think because that new stimulus bill changed some. Oh. And they, and they were waiting right. to see if it would change anything with our deductions. And I don't know. That's uh, true. Um, plus, I think everything got pushed back a month anyway. So it's not till May 15th. Right. So yeah. we were trying to be way ahead of time yeah. just to get our numbers together. And then they were like, well, we're waiting for this. So finally, yeah. here we are. And it's interesting, you know, so this past 2020 was half PayPal and half managed payments. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, that was a pain. 2021 is going to be all managed payments. Right. And and the good thing about that is that it's like Amazon, where all your fees and shipping, mostly all shipping, uh, has been taken out. So you're just like, this is how much I made. So at the end of 2021, are we going to get whatever it is, a 1099 from eBay, and that number will just be our... Pure profit or net profit? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. true. Now, I, 
you have to take into consideration um, any other ways you pay for shipping, like pirate, pirate ship. ship. Like, okay, so you're going to deduct that stuff. Anything outside of eBay that eBay didn't, like, bill right. you within the system for, you'll do as an expense. Um, but other than that, I don't think that there is... Right. You're just like, this is it. I so don't have to hopefully it should anything. be easier for it should be easier us and for other people yeah we will see i'll find out yeah yeah um okay our numbers this week we sold 32 items yeah we're gonna talk last about that. week we sold 46 items Ooh. yeah uh so our gross sales are 1522 dollars and six cents okay wow so our uh, net sales after all the fees and shipping and taxes one thousand seventy-five dollars okay. thirty-six cents. So that's the thousand dollars. So uh, last week on the podcast, I was very um, cocky about turning off promoted listings right. because eBay because I don't want to pay for them. Well, yeah, I'm so confused if if you're still understanding, or maybe I'm not understanding. The only thing eBay has done is they took away like a $30 credit. Yeah, I know. Okay. But then I just flat out decided, why should I pay an extra 1% on... T- I don't That's care about the okay. $30. Okay. Why should I pay an extra 1% on top of my listings? Yeah. So we turned those off like right after the podcast and then... Sales were zero for like two days yeah i don't you know and we obviously that's not a long enough time to like correlate those two things but to me i was just like let's just turn promoted listings back and i on. did i let's turned it back see. on uh, um you know. i turned it back on on thursday although look i did also read something but i feel like i read something like this every week on on the ebay subreddit on reddit or flipping or whatever people were like are you guys having zero sales on certain days this right. week and zero views? And some people were like, oh, the search algorithm's messed up because I searched for something and nothing mm. showed up. Yeah. So, but I feel like I hear that all the time. So I'm like, I don't know, but I actually did experience right. that. So I, I don't know. Uh, well, well, what is that thing? I mean, it is tough when people, when sellers start to correlate things, they're like, well, I did this one thing and now it's changed everything. And you're like, I don't know if that's true. But then someone else on that forum was like, I had my best week ever. So Mm. you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Someone did send us an article about how the stimulus checks have gone out instead of everyone going out and just spending it on a bunch of junk, which we all wish would happen, I guess. (laughs) I think people, they're actually seeing that a lot of people are saving those checks, which is actually... A good thing. You know, me as a good American, I'm like, that's great. I want people to save more money. Hopefully people are stocking it away. So when, I don't know, it seems like kind of all these crazy things just keep happening. Like, you you know, it's good to have like a a self-safety net. But still, but still, buy this radio from me. At the end of the day, we made a thousand bucks this week. Yeah, so, you well, know, in 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 uh, uh, in sales after right all the expenses. Right. So, so I wish we had made more on those two days that were that we flatlined. <laughs> it felt like we were actually dead. Are we dead? Nothing's happening. I don't think it's quite that bad, but I hear it's really bad. <laughs> Uh, okay, so things we sold, it was just really a mix of, I mean, again, for us, uh, clothes, shoes, yeah. 
and knickknacks. Uh, our, our highest price had been this cool, uh, like Art Deco chain mail purse. Oh from yeah, thirties like for a hundred. That thing bucks. was so cool. How much was it? One hundred and ten. Yep. Yeah, that. Those are so cool. They have these. the The top is like this accordion, so right. it gets really wide and then really small, and it has a little flap top. Yep. And then all this chain mail. Oh my god, it's so cool. We sold coffee mugs. Yeah, uh, coffee mugs, which is you know, 10, coffee mugs, fifteen twenty dollars. Coffee mugs are long tail, but I love them. Sold ball caps. You know that yep. uh, that had been a real big seller for us for a while. And then everyone, not everyone, but. People started going big into ball caps because and like, yeah. that's the only and thing so, they sell. So uh, I, I don't think we get as many of those sales anymore. That's also fine. long tail. Yeah, long tail. So it's so good. stuff like that. I mean, it was it was like really basic stuff, um, yeah. but weird vintage used found found it on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like we said, we have you know probably. A space that is 20 by 20, like four or 500 square foot of plus six feet high of boxes of stuff. Of stuff that we've been given. To sell. So, uh, and stuff that we had bought. So it's kind of a mix of everything. So yeah. We, so we're just grabbing a box. Our helper takes pictures of it and we list it. And yep. so we have plenty to list. Yep. You know, work on that. We have a lot to list. Yep. Yeah. So. That's good. I I have been listing on eBay when I have like an hour or two, which is almost never. But like, I will just like grab some listings, some scheduled listings and just like try to get through some. So I have been listing stuff and that stuff's been selling too. There have been a few things where I'm like, well, that's sold in a day. Well, I mean, it's like we said, like, uh, we have learned how to backflip. (laughs) <laughs> and now it's easy. And so mm-hmm. we've built our eBay store. We have 8,000 items in our store. And so even if we're only doing 20 extra items every week, there's plenty in our store to to sell. Yeah. You know? So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, things we learn in the forum. Uh, if, I don't know why people – two different people came on our forum and seemed confused. They seem like more of the new sellers or people that kind of sell like as a hobby, kind of on the edge. Yeah. And they're the kind of people that sell with, they don't want to pay for a listing. Oh, you know, right. Free. So yeah. I guess eBay, I don't really know this, but I think eBay gives you 50 or 200 and it's 50, uh, it's free items every month. Okay. So huh. there is like a way to sell on eBay for. For free, they're kind of reaching out to like the people that are just selling right. things in their closet. They were confused because they thought if I list it's fifty items in May, mm-hmm. then uh, it's next month I can list another. 50 more. It's fifty items, and like you could grow your store <laughs> for free. So you know, by the end of ten months, you could have five hundred items in your, your store for yeah, free. Yeah, no, that's not that's how not works. how it works. It's fifty items total, right? Forever. So when you can list, it's fifty items free in the month of May. After the end of May, those items get taken off of eBay. So you could 
So anything that doesn't sell, you could put back up, but mm-hmm. it's but it eats into that. that so they take free. it down, or they just do good till canceled. Well, I don't really know. Oh. I guess it depends on how you list it. If you do it good till canceled yeah. or thirty days, or oh, I don't know. got but, it, okay. But the, the the whole point is, those free ones are just for the month. And yeah. so that's how it is with us. You know, for yeah. a long time, we've had an anchor store subscription right. where we can have 10,000 items in our store every month. For you know? an uh, flat rate. Right. Flat and, rate. and we've just paid that. And that's just the way it is. And it's just like uh, it's renting a storefront. You right. Know? It's exactly. just like the uh, rent to keep the doors but open. But now it's cheaper. Right, and now it's cheaper for us. But you Thank know, goodness. It's the same way. And, you know, and, and I tell people, I don't know. Like, if you're really trying to make some money on eBay, the fees to keep your items up is not very much. It is a deduction, yeah. man. I mean, it I've gone through how much it costs us to keep items up for a year or two or three. You know, as long as we're selling things for like $30. Yeah, it's the, not much. The fees to keep them in our store are so tiny. It's like you already did the work. Yeah. You know, the work was done. So just leave it there. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's fine. Some people may just, they're always on the edge. They're just selling five things, 10 things. And that's fine. You know, that's, it's, it's money. All right. Let's go to the uh, calls that people sent in. You can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hey, Ryan and Jay. It's debit and credits. When uh, the caller called in this week about uh, questions about combining for global shipping, I felt like a little kid at the back of the classroom, like thrusting his hand in the air going, Oh, I know the answer. Pick me. Pick me. Here is my workaround. Go ahead and cancel the order, but cancel the order at the buyer's request. When you do that, it does not ding your seller metrics. And, you know, it is technically at the buyer's request because it's the only way that you can go forward and combine shipping. Um, It is annoying because eBay will automatically relist the items. So you will have to cancel the orders, cancel the relistings, But now your seller's metrics aren't impacted and you can go ahead and make a combined special order. When I make that special order, I inflate the price to a ridiculously high number. Like let's say I was selling two pieces of artwork for $100. I would list it for $1,000 and then put best offer on it and communicate to the buyer that, okay, when this listing comes up, just offer me $100 and I'll automatically accept that saves you from the off chance that someone might buy the, buy the listing. Um, and frankly, if they pay a grand, then whatever, I could live with that too. But it's never happened. As always, I do love your podcast, and I look forward to the next one. Be well. Yeah, it's really too bad that eBay uh, makes you kind of jump through those hoops. Well, I was going to say, like, smart, what yeah. you described is so complicated. I mean, it's not that complicated, yeah. but you're like, eBay. Just let us do it. Although some people, I think, I think we might get to a call about this where they're saying that, you know, if someone bought a fur coat and a denim jacket in a certain country, eBay's like, you can't put those in the same box because the denim jacket's fine, but the fur coat's not. It's for, yeah. It's for like customs. So that's probably the reason why they don't allow you to combine shipping. 
But yeah, it is kind of a pain. <laughs> AJ and Ryan, I thought I'd tell you about something that happened to me recently. I sold a smartphone on eBay, a new smartphone for $850 to someone in Russia, and I used the GSP Global Shipping Program to send it to them. A couple weeks later, the buyer opened a return, and they stated that the box they received was empty. And uh, the buyer said they had a police report. So I asked them to send me the police report, but they never responded. And so I kind of felt like this was a scam. So I opened up a case against the buyer, uh, stating that I had shipped the phone, and I contacted eBay seller help. The person I spoke to said they, they heard my story. They thought I was going to be okay. And they would pass it along to their supervisor, and then they would get back to me with an email. Uh, eBay sent me that email, and they said the buyer had been refunded the $850 and that I would be charged the $850. And so I called eBay again, explained my situation. The person I spoke to, they thought that I was going to be okay. And uh, they said they'd, they'd give it to their supervisor. They'd send me you know, an email. I got it, and uh, they said I would be charged the $850 and that I should look into collecting postal insurance. So I called them again. And I said, uh, look, I used the GSP to send this to you, and I successfully delivered the item to the, your warehouse in Kentucky. I said, I cannot collect postal insurance because the tracking would show that that was successfully delivered. And I have no idea what carrier eBay used to send this to Russia, so I can't collect that insurance. And so they said they'd give it to their supervisor, and they'd send me an email, got the email, and eBay responded stating that they agreed with me and that I won't be charged the $850. So like, apparently, perseverance pays off. Thanks. Uh, the Well, good. That's great. Um, did you, I guess my question for you is, I, I feel like the key word always when there's an issue with global shipping is I always am like, I'm having an issue with a global shipping customer. It was ship global shipping. Like I over and over global shipping so that they just take it from there. Um so that's always been how I did it. The other question I have is, how did you open a case against a customer? I don't yeah. even think that's possible. I was going to ask that. Like, is that even possible to open up a case? But, I mean, maybe he meant that he just called to... To report them. Alert eBay of uh, that that's a problem. But, yeah, that's... I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm glad it worked out. I mean, when you're dealing with that kind of money, too... Yeah, that's a lot of it's money. It's worth... You know, pushing it and really being on the phone. But yeah, like Ryan said, normally if you say it's global shipping, then it gets handled. They close the case right. in your favor. Because Pitney Bowes that handles yeah. that for eBay, they have, you know, insurance on that stuff. And like you said, you got it to Kentucky and that's all you're responsible for. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That that's a pain I hear you. Like there have been many, many a times where I'm like, eBay, you're not listening to me. And yeah. I say the same thing over and over. So yeah. um but I'm glad, yes, eight hundred and fifty dollars is worth fighting for. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean you're I mean, I guess we would never ship something like that to Russia except through GSP. Right. So I don't fault you for doing that, but yeah, that's uh, you know, yes, that's uh, that's a dangerous game right there. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, that is it for calls. Um, I don't really want to. Will you want to talk about coffee at all? Or uh, our limited edition is out. Is it out? I have one more roast to do. Okay. Is that true? Yeah, I have one more roast to do tomorrow. I don't know. So we we bought this really special bag of coffee, hundred and. 
50 pounds. Yep. Just uh, one bag. What, what country? It's Costa Rica. It? Costa Rica, yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like a, I mean, again, it's not flavored. Right. But it tastes like strawberries. Yeah. It's it like chocolate like, covered yeah. strawberries. It's uh, really, really good. So I think we only have maybe 10. Just a few bags. Pounds. Yeah. So if you're interested to try it out, because you know, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Um, you can go to broadporchcoffee.com. Yeah, broadporchcoffee.com. And order it. Yeah. And order it. And yeah. uh, our cafe will be open so soon. Yeah. Everyone will know once yeah. it's open. It's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. All right. This podcast is ending. In three, three, two, two one. one. Bye.